Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the Bibles, Babies, and Business Podcast. This is another Bible study breakdown episode. We just wrapped up four full weeks studying the book of Proverbs. If you haven't yet listened to those four episodes, we did a Bible study breakdown episode four times in the book of Proverbs because there was just so much wisdom to glean. There wasn't possibly any way that we could fit it all into one week. So if you haven't yet listened to those four episodes, go back, listen to them. Um, But today we are moving on into the next book of the Bible. If you're new here to the show, Every Thursday, we do a Bible study breakdown episode, and we are moving through the Bible in chronological order, pulling a passage from each book and applying that wisdom to our life, to our faith, to our motherhood, to our marriage, to our business in a really practical way so that we can experience God's word in our everyday life. And this episode, friend, is from the book of Ecclesiastes. And as you heard from today's title, it's going to be a heated episode. And I'm super stoked about it. The title of today's episode is, Are You Waiting on God to Move in Your Online Coaching Business or Is God Waiting on You? There are times in which God asks us to wait. No doubt there are multiple times in which the Lord asks us to wait on him. However, there are other times in which God is waiting on us. And if you get the season wrong, if if you if you think you're in a waiting season and God's asking you to move or if you're in a moving season and God's asking you to wait, if you get it wrong, that is that's where we run into problems. So today, I'm going to break down for you six signs that God is actually waiting on you to move. It's all inside this episode, so grab your Bibles and let's dive in. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. All right, friends, go ahead and open up your Bible to the book of Ecclesiastes. We're going to start in chapter three, verses one, and we're going to read through verse 13. This is titled A Time for Everything. For everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, 
a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What do people really get for all their hard work? I have seen the burden God has placed on, all, on us all. Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. So I concluded there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are gifts from God. Friend, I don't know about you, but I find this passage super encouraging. Because if you are in a hard season right now, whether that is in your marriage, um, in your parenting, in your faith, or in your business, you can be confident that that hard season you're in is not going to last forever. In just a moment, I'm going to play a little snippet from a sermon the sermon is from Transformation Church, Pastor Michael Todd. And a couple weeks back, he said something so eloquently. Uh, he's, a, he's just a master of speaking. And he said something that immediately spoke to my heart. And it was very prophetic for the season that I'm in right now in my business. So just to give you a little insight, a little behind the scenes curtain of what's happening in Cammie's coaching business. And by the way, what's happening in my coaching business is, is the season that I am in. Like we just read for everything, there is a season. Just because I'm in a specific season, friend, doesn't mean that you have to be in this season and vice versa. So I'm telling you this not as a way for you to compare, but just to kind of give you just a little insight into what happens in my day-to-day -day life. Today is Monday, uh, October 24th that I am recording this. And when I looked at my schedule this week, I have 15 different Zoom calls on my calendar over the next five days. That, I've never, I've never had 15 different calls booked and counting, by the way. Like there's still people that are like booking calls with me. I have never had 15 calls scheduled in one week. I don't think in my entire life. And I was on my Instagram stories today, which if you don't follow me on Instagram, you should. It's at Cammie.Wilkie. I show up there and post content Monday through Friday. Um, it's a really fun place to come hang out with me um, in addition to the podcast. Anyway, I digress. I was talking my Instagram stories today saying that, you know, I, I, I never like fill up my calendar the way that I did this week. But the reason why I am okay filling up my calendar the way that I did this week is because I am in a season of, I'm going to call it a push season. That's what I'm going to call it. I am in a season of putting the pedal to the floor, not a season of striving, 
not a season of trying to do it all on my own will. Like I am spending time with the Lord. I'm, I'm making sure God like check my heart, but I am in a push season. The reason is it's quarter four. I have a massive project that I feel the Lord has placed on my heart to open up January, 2023. So a little stay tuned because I have something massively coming for you in 2023. But in order for that to happen in 2023, I have to do a lot of behind the scenes legwork that you will never see in order for this thing to come to fruition in January, 2023. I like, this is not just going to magically come together at the last moment. I have to do a lot of legwork, a lot of phone calls, a lot of research, a lot of reworking, a lot of fine tuning, like a lot of work. And this work, it's going to be fruitful. It's going to be profitable, but it is requiring of me many more hours behind my laptop than I usually do. And I'm okay with that because I know that this season is not going to last forever. In fact, I calculated it out. I have 41 work days left before I'm done in 2022. 41, not in, like that, that I, that's Monday through Friday work days. Cause I do not touch the weekends. Like <laughs> I do not open up any sort of work on the weekends. That is my time to rest and recharge. I have 41 work days left in 2022. I'm in the final stretch. I am a okay pushing hard in these last few weeks of the year A, because God told me that this was the assignment. Like if I was just creating this work for myself, that would be another thing. But I believe that the Lord has given me this assignment and he's confirmed it. And B, once it's December 20th, I'm done for the rest of the year. I'm going to take three weeks off. I'm going to have a season of rest. I'm not no longer going to be going 90 miles an hour. And because I know that this season is temporary and that it's going to be fruitful and that it is ordained by the Lord, I'm okay pushing harder than I usually do in this season. That being said, I want to share with you the audio clip from Pastor Michael Todd from Transformation Church. Take a listen. We're not going to stand here at the starting line talking about God about to do something. I am sick of church people blaming God for your inactivity. Okay, let me back up and let me... Do not say that it was God at the end of this year. Do not play his divine working in your life as somehow he has stopped. When y'all sing and wait on the Lord, that is an amazing song. If he told you to wait. But some of y'all singing that song and he told you to go. No, 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 I can't, I don't have everything. Wait on the love. He will, he said, there's no more strength that needs to be renewed. You now are making excuse because of fear. And you're covering it up saying, no, God, I'm waiting on you. He said, I told you this six months ago. I told you I would make a way out of no way. That if you would step, I would guide your steps. But you are still, wait on the Lord. And if you pick the wrong anthem for a season that God has told you to do something else, it's witchcraft. 
Let me stop. He told you to be single in this season and you're praying for a relationship. That's witchcraft. What are you doing? You're being disobedient. And for many of you, I came to wake you up because I believe that God has called you, everybody say, to launch in victory. I love this message. As you can tell, Pastor Michael Todd is very clear with his words. There is no fluff. He does not give a word that is intended to tickle your ears. His mission is to give his people, like his audience, the truth, which as you can tell, is very much my style. I love receiving tough love. And that is very much my coaching style. I'm guessing that if you have been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, A, you've picked up on this and B, you must like it to some degree because you keep coming back every week, which I'm so grateful for. To summarize what Pastor Michael Todd just said in a few sentences, it is this. Moving when God told you to wait is disobedience. Okay? Waiting when God told you to move is also disobedience. And friends, I believe that many coaches are waiting on God when God told them to move, to start taking action. And they're saying, God, I'm waiting on you. But God is waiting on you. Here's something that you have to understand very clearly. God is not going to build the business for you. And I know that that may seem like Cammy duh, like, of course, he's not going to build the business for it. But, but see, I say that and then I feel like many of our actions don't actually line up with that belief. Like, I believe that like many of us are like, yeah, no, I know God's not going to build the business for me. And then our actions are, we're just sitting back and just like waiting for him to like, do something and and we dress it up. Here's how we know that like we're kicking back and like waiting for God to do something and he's waiting on us. We dress it up by saying things like, God, bring me the clients. And God's like, Sally, go find them. <laughs> My mother-in-law, she sent me this, this photo, um, which I loved so much. Um, it's a picture of a man leaning on a shovel and it says, quote of the week, God is in control but he doesn't expect you to lean on a shovel and pray for a hole. Friend, like I said, you need to know very clearly that God is not going to build the business for you. He's not going to go out and get the clients for you. God wants you to be an active participant in your success story. And many of us are asking God to do all the work and we're dressing it up and calling it faith when really it's laziness. Faith without works is dead. That is what the Bible says. Faith without works is dead. Here's another way that we can say this. Faith without action is dead. Okay? So, my message for you today, I don't know what season you're in. Like, let me just say that first and foremost. I have no idea what season you're in. I know what season I'm in because I know what the Lord has spoken over me. I don't know if you're in a season of slow, if you're in a season of wait. If you are, then maybe this message isn't for you right now. Maybe this is a, this is, um, a prophetic word for you in the future. 
But if you are like me and God has told you it's time to move, then this might be just for you. Here are six signs that God is actually waiting on you to move. Number one, God might be waiting on you to move if there's still work left for you to do. In other words, there's still factors that are within your control that you have not adjusted. And yet you're still expecting a different result. So for example, I love how the Bible consistently goes back to a farming example. If you were preparing a field, okay? And if you were going to prepare a field, maybe, maybe you guys, I'm from Nebraska. Okay. There's lots of farming happening (laughs) around me, but maybe you're not from, maybe you're not from a place that does a lot of farming. So let me just tell you a little bit about farming. I'm not a farmer. I'm not a farmer, but I do know a little about farming being that I'm from Nebraska. We do a lot of corn here. Um, If somebody wants to plant corn, they first have to prepare the field. They have to plow the field. They have to turn up the dirt in the field to get some really healthy soil. They then have to plant the seeds. They then have to water the seeds. They then have to wait for the seeds to grow. And then later in the fall, they harvest the corn. And that is essentially the fruit of their labor. If somebody was complaining that they didn't have any corn to harvest in the springtime when they were planting the seeds, people here in Nebraska would think you were absolutely ludicrous because people in Nebraska know there is no corn that is harvested in the spring. That's not what the purpose of spring is. Springtime is meant for planting. Springtime is meant for plowing and preparing the field. So if we were complaining, saying, God, why isn't there any corn growing in my field? And you haven't even planted the seed. That's not God. That, that's not you just waiting on God. That's God waiting on you to do the actual work to produce a harvest, okay? So friend, if if you are saying, oh my gosh, I'm waiting on God, I'm waiting on God for my results, and there's still work that you could be doing, friend, God might actually be waiting on you to move. One of the things that I hear the most, most common in the coaching space is coaches saying, I, I want to get more clients. Very fair. Love that. Love that. I, I, I hear you wanting to get more clients. Clients is how we help transform people's lives. It's how we, we increase our income. It's how we get paid. So if you want clients, my next question for you is, are you saying the phrase, God, just bring me clients? Like, is that the prayer that you're showing up to every day? in your prayer time? Like, are you saying that to God? Because I feel like I hear coaches saying that, oh God, just bring me the clients. Or maybe it's me. Like maybe I've said that. (laughs) Maybe that's really where it's coming from. I've asked God, God, bring me the clients. But is there work that I could be doing in order to actually get clients? So questions to ask yourself. If you're praying, God, bring me the clients. My question for you is, how many people are you talking to every day that need your services? How often Are you extending your services to people that have problems that you know how to solve? If you are not engaging with people, talking to them, people who need your services, if you're not actively going out and pursuing people, 
and yet you're complaining or, or you're just, you're consistently going back to God and saying, God, bring me the clients, then God might just be waiting on you to move. Okay. If there's work left for you to do, if there are variables within your control and you haven't adjusted them, then God might be waiting on you. That was number one. Number two, you're trying to do all of it on your own. Here's something that I have learned about the Lord. The Lord is a big fan of community. He loves when his people come together. He's not like a huge fan of us, like doing this whole life thing on our own, (laughs) which leads me to believe that he's probably not a big fan of us doing this whole business thing on your own. So friend, if you are not seeing the results that you want in your business, and yet you are also saying, I'm just waiting on God. Here's something that we just learned from the book of Proverbs, okay? If you haven't gone back and listened to our last Bible study breakdown episodes, what we learned from the book of Proverbs is that success often comes from having wise counsel. So my question for you is, if you were in a season and you're calling it a waiting season and there's no fruit being produced in this season in your business, my question for you is, have you invested in wise counsel? In other words, have you invested in a mentor, in a, in a course? Have you done your due diligence to go out and learn from somebody who has done it before to try and sharpen your business skills? If the answer is yes, and you're currently putting to work all those skills that you learned, then amazing. You might be in a waiting season, waiting for your seeds to grow into corn so that you can harvest them in the fall. If you haven't, if you have not invested in any mentorship, if you're not currently putting any skills into practice, then friend, you're not waiting on God. God's waiting on you. That was number two. You're trying to do all of it on your own. Number three, God might be waiting on you to move. If you haven't risked anything, if you're playing it safe, if you have no skin in the game and you are 100% comfortable. Here's something that I I also believe. I believe that God never does something big in a person's life without asking them to either take a risk or make some sort of sacrifice. And here's why. Because when you take a risk or when you make some sort of sacrifice, you are leaving yourself vulnerable and you are being reliant on faith for God to come through for you. Friend, if you are 100% comfortable, like, like you are not, um, there's no part of you that, that is taking any risk. You are 100% playing it safe. Then you are 100% not walking in faith. Okay. Now taking a risk, it needs to be calculated risk. You need to pray about it. You need to pray for wisdom and discernment, but recognize that, If you haven't risked anything and yet you are still saying, I'm waiting on God, God might be waiting on you. That was number three. Number four, God might be waiting on you to move if your business is not growing. Now, when I say if your business is not growing, I don't necessarily mean 
financially. That's like one way that your business could be growing, but your business could be growing if you are talking to more people every day that need your services. Your business could be growing if you've been creating new content and you've been noticing that people are really loving this content and they're engaging with it and people are leaving uh, comments and they're liking it and they're replying to your Instagram story. Growth isn't always financial, but if you are noticing zero growth in your business, like there's nobody engaging with you, there's nobody talking to you in your DMs, there's nobody replying to your Instagram story, there's no metrics of growth at all, then friend, God might be waiting on you to move. I have some scripture for this. Luke chapter two, verse 52. This is right after um, Mary and Joseph couldn't find Jesus. And then when they did find him, they found out that Jesus was at the temple um, and he was teaching and, and talking about the scripture. And verse 50, I'll start back in 51 just for a couple little, little bit of context. So this is right after Mary and Joseph found Jesus and they had their little chit chat. And now, you know, this is the conclusion of their chit chat. Then he returned to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. And his mother stored all these things in her heart. Here's where I really want you to pay attention. Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and all the people. Jesus was constantly in a state of growth even before his ministry started. Jesus was moving forward always. He was always growing. So friend, if you are recognizing that you are not growing at all in your business, whether that's financially, whether that is through relationships you're building, whether that is podcast downloads or, or what, however many men, whatever metrics you want to measure it at, if there is zero growth happening, then it may be a mistake to say that you're waiting on God. God might be waiting on you. Number five. God might be waiting on you if you are not doing practical things to grow your business. Now, I want to differentiate what I mean by practical versus logical. I believe that if the Lord is going to ask you to do something, God is not just like this ethereal, like he's not just like this ethereal like spirit that is like way above our heads that talks in like this really fancy language that we can't ever understand. God knows us better than we know ourselves. And he's not going to give you a word that he's not also going to tell you how to practically walk it out. For example, remember that woman in the Bible that she needed money and she needed money bad. And so she was told, hey, go to all your neighbor's houses and ask for jars and bring the jars back here and pour the little bit of oil that you have into the jars. That was practical instructions. It wasn't logical. Like, like she didn't like, like it didn't logically make sense, but it was practical. Like it made like, like it was very clear what her instructions were. If God is asking you to do something. He's going to make it practical for you. He's not going to tell you something that is like written in this language that is completely above our understanding and then expect us to somehow grab it. Our God knows us deeply and he's going to give us practical things 
to grow. They may not be logical because kingdom math doesn't always add up. That woman, she understood the instruction to go gather the jars and then pour the oil in the jars. That was a practical thing. She may not have thought it was logical, but it was practical that she could actually go out and knock on her neighbor's doors and ask for jars. Like, like anybody could go do that. And then when she poured the oil, the oil just kept coming and coming and coming. And all of a sudden she had all these jars that she could sell in order to earn the income that she needed for her and her family. God is going to give you practical things for you to grow your business. So if you are not doing anything practical, in other words, if you have zero strategy and you have no idea what to do every day to grow your business, then God might be waiting on you to move because God is going to give you practicals in order to grow your business. It may not always be logical. It may not make, make sense to you, but there are practical things that we can walk out daily in order to grow in our business. That was number five. Number six, God might be waiting on you if you are not coming back to him daily. I have some scripture here for you. It's Matthew 6, 33 and 34. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Friend, if you are not going back to the Lord on a daily basis and being renewed by him, if you are not having your heart checked by him daily to make sure that you're on the right path, then God might be waiting on you to come into his presence so that he can give you practical ways to grow your business. Please do not say that you are in a waiting season if God hasn't actually told you you're in a waiting season. Don't just assume that you're in a waiting season just because things aren't happening the way that you thought they were. If you're wondering, hey God, like things aren't really happening the way I thought, is that because I'm not doing the actual things that you want me to do? Or is that because you want me just to wait on you? Don't get it wrong by assuming wrong. If things aren't moving, it might be because God wants you to wait on him. And it also might be because God is waiting on you to start doing the things that you need to do in order to get the ball rolling. Okay, I'm going to review quickly here the six signs that God is actually waiting on you. Number one, God might be waiting on you if there is still work left for you to do and there are still factors within your control that you have not yet adjusted. That was number one. Number two, God might be waiting on you if you are trying to do it all on your own and you have not sought out wise counsel. Number three, God might be waiting on you if you haven't risked anything, if you're constantly playing it safe and you have no skin in the game and you are 100% comfortable because you haven't put any risk involved at all, then God might be waiting on you because now you're, you don't have to operate in faith if you haven't risked anything. Number four, God might be waiting on you 
if your business is not growing. And I'm not always talking about financially, if you, because there's ways that your business can grow even outside of dollars in your bank account. We, we just went through a whole bunch of different ways so we won't go through them again. But if you are noticing zero growth in your business on any metric scale, then God might be waiting on you to start doing different tactics and strategies. Number five, God might be waiting on you if you are not doing practical things to grow your business. Remember, God is, he is not like ethereal to where he's like, I don't know. I always imagine like this ethereal, like this image in my head comes up where like there's this like cloud above our heads and like nobody really knows what's going on. It's like this very like fancy and like fancy language and like, Everybody's like saying a lot of words, but nobody's actually like saying anything. <laughs> like they're saying a lot of words, but like there's not actually anything coming out of their mouth. God is practical. He is not going to leave you with ethereal thoughts and just hope that you connect the dots. Okay. He's practical. It may not always be logical because kingdom math doesn't always add up, but he's going to be practical. So if you don't have anything practical that you're doing every single day to move your business forward, then God might be waiting on you. And number six, God might be waiting on you if you're not going back to him daily, seeking him above all else. Friend, thank you for tuning in with me in today's episode. I know that this might have been uncomfortable because waiting in any sense of the word is challenging. Whether we're waiting on somebody or somebody's waiting on us, it can be uncomfortable. But I promise you that if we do the work that we're called to do in the right season, I can't remember if it was last episode or the episode before that, where We can be doing the right work, but if we're doing the right work in the wrong season, or in other words, if we're moving when God told us to wait, that's disobedience. And if we're waiting when God told us to move, that's also disobedience. We have to get the right action for the right season. And only God can tell you what season you are in. My challenge to you would be don't assume without asking him. Okay. Friend, if you love today's episode, I would love to know about it. I want you to come follow me on Instagram. It is at cami.wilkie. I would love to hang out with you in the DMs. Let me know you listen to this episode. I have tons of other content happening on my Instagram Monday through Friday. Come hang out with me there and I can't wait to chat with you. I'll see you on Monday. Hi friend, thank you so much for tuning in to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. If you learned something from today's episode or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business because you were made for this.